You think the people of this country exist to provide you with position. I think your position exists to provide those people with freedom. Hello and welcome to episode 4 of the Grass and Gear podcast. Um, titled 4141, which is a bit of a clue as what we're going to be talking about today. Um, just a message that this podcast is powered by Estrella Dam and Cobra Beer tonight. Um, I'm joined here with my other half, Dan Gear of Bolivia fame. Um, say something, Dan. All right, Tony, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, you don't sound too good today. No, I've um, got a bit of a cold, so uh, my voice sounds worse than normal. Right. Okay, so do you think listeners might not be under- understand you this week? Does it matter? They never can. <laughs> yeah, we, well, we might have to put the disclaimer out anyway, but it's nice to have you anyway. Thank you for uh, coming along today. We're going to be talking about the, the 4141 formation, mm-hmm. um, which we're both rocking in FM18 to various levels of success. Um, I know you're bossing it at the moment in Turkey with Kasim Passa, um, although it's not really your tactic though anyway, is it? But we have to, well. thank, we have to thank James FM Pressure for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, he was very um, kind to me and let me steal his tactic off him. Right. <laughs> okay, well, hopefully he doesn't listen to this pod anyway, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he won't never know. Um, so I gave us both the homework this week to go out and try to write a poem um, about our 4141s, and pretty early on you you came and said that you know this was a non-starter for you, yeah. so I, I carried on the flag, sorry, and did it. I hope you don't mind. Yeah, that's fine. You go um, ahead. It's the quirky nature of the pod, I suppose. So I've done a poem on the form four one four one. It's pretty um, short, to be fair. Um, before we do that, should we just spark up a beer? Yeah, that's good. Open the beer. It means. Okay. To be fair, the pod doesn't officially start until the beer is flowing. Well, that's it. Yeah. Okay. So my poem about the 4141. Here goes. We're here to talk about our 4141s. Plenty of defenders, midfielders, but strikers, just one. A DM, we have a passer or an anchor. Wide midfielders, wingers, we're beating teams at a canter. With two banks of four, we have our shield, but we also have pacey players to run the field. Defence and attack, we won't look back. The 4141... It's our FM18 master tact, and tact being tactic. That's very good, I thought. Thank you. Thank you for not clapping. Um, well, I, I wouldn't want to give you too much praise. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I suppose we should really get on to the questions, really. We're going to try to keep it concise this week. Um, yeah, we don't, yeah. We don't want a 60-minute pod and get yeah. in the territory of the of the Deep Land podcast. <laughs> um, so, I've got a few questions and we'll alternate that but you're going to yeah, some... ask me a few stuff for me yeah I've got a few questions for you um, okay the, fir- the first one is what's your reason for using 4141 in FM18 okay so um, really it was born out from the fact that I was a failure at the start of my save with a 442 um, I wrote about it I stupidly wrote about it in the introduction before actually fully, fully trying it out um, in my blog that I was trying to use a double um, Cinco system, like a, an Argentine system where you have two number fives in the center of the park. Um, so I was using basically a 38-year-old and a 39-year-old. Um, it was almost like a central midfielder defend and then a box to box midfielder. But obviously at that age, they just couldn't run 
up and down for a full 90 minutes. So I was in I was in trouble. They they just lacked the uh, dynamism to, to to support and defend basically. So my four four two pretty much kind of lasted about three months until the form was so bad that I had to do something about it. Um, so obviously I, I kind of put a four one four one together, you know, with a lot of help of the Casey Renzi. Um, you know, he was a, a good help with four one four one, and obviously James as well. Who we'll come on to in a bit, obviously, because we've been talking about your tactic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was kind of born out from that, um, and I suppose my four one four one is kind of born out from being risk adverse, really, as a as a base tactic. It's it's counter mentality, um, which kind of lowers the tempo generally, um, and then on a structured shape as well. It's kind of reducing the pressing and the creative freedom of the team as a whole. And we generally stick to positions, um, but you know there are elements elements of risk I have added to the game um, as a team. So we actually pass more direct into space, um, and that's mainly because the fullbacks are making some insane passes, um, and we close down more. And we've got a few added player instructions on our role. So I'll go through my roles now quickly, if you like. Yeah, so there you go. it's it's pretty simple. That obviously the back five is goalkeeper defend. Fullback support, centre defenders defend both of them, and then another fullback support. Um, that's the back four, and then you've got deep line playmaker and defend in the DM slot. Mm-hmm. And then I've got wide midfielder attack on the right with a ball winning midfielder support next to him, and then a centre midfielder on attack, um, and then a winger on attack. And then up front, you've got an advanced forward on attack, obviously default. Um, so the kind of the centre midfielder attack is my number 10 um, which I wrote about with Emmanuel Renuso in my side who's glorious playmaker um, mm-hmm. and you know there are some slight player instructions to the team so that, that number 10's got dribble more and makes more risky passes so that's the kind of risk added into the team from obviously being on a counter instruction mentality Um and I just found that the guy in defensive midfield was a useful link between obviously linking up, you know, the, the defence but also releasing the midfielders, runners. Um and yeah, it's it's all down really to centimetre attack. Then the advance forward just runs the channels and holds up the ball well, really. I, I don't I haven't felt the need to use deep line forwards or um anything of that like. I just you know, he'll get two or three chances a game. Well um where do you think your um, the tactic could be improved for you? You know, because um, you've um, even though you've done quite well now, you've changed to it. Do you think there's any areas or any weaknesses you think it could be improved? Um, I think I've got really raw centre backs. To be honest, they're um, in fact one of the guys is still there from the start of the save, Jonathan Shunker, um, and then the other ones, Diego Palenta. Um, Alexander Barbosa, they're just basically brutes in the cent- central defence. I would really like a ball, like a ball playing someone that's got a bit of vision and they can just launch passes and maybe speed it up that that way. Really, um, I'm I'm thrown out to my fullbacks from the goalkeeper, um, and that's how I kind of start my moves. Really, um, just to keep possession. I found that kicking wasn't working um, from the start, so it's kind of starting to counter track that way. Um, it's very workmanlike. Obviously, defenders are defending, attackers are attacking, and it's it's a bit 
it's it's not nice football to watch to be honest but mm. generally I'm, I'm getting two to three golden chances in the match engine from the advance forward and that generally seems seems to be doing the trick um, for now it, it's certainly by no means a perfect 4 one for one um, I'm quite reliant on that number 10 role with Emmanuel Renuso as the centre midfielder attack um, if he has a bad game then that cuts out about you know three or four key passes at least to obviously the winger on his left um, who's on attack and obviously the advance forward um, but if he is on if he is on a good game though he's he's pinging balls down the left flank but then also kind of going over the top um, diagonally to the advance forward so yeah that's where I'd improve obviously get some ball playing yeah. defenders if I can get some tasty re- uh, Nugent's I almost said Regents in um, crime um, and then obviously just see if I can maybe try to put a little bit more risk in certain parts of the midfield as well not just have it all invested in that one player that just dribbles and takes more risks well, um, would you said like you play more direct in passing the space would you say that's one of your key parts of your four-one-four-one? the directness of your team yeah we. I think the key part is obviously not keeping possession really sometimes we're we're in the 30s of percent of possession which is quite dirty um, yeah <coughs> it's it is some of the some of the play of the balls that they're pinging around um and releasing players on the channels is, is glorious to watch that. Like, I don't know if it's actually maybe the match engine not quite fully correct, is that obviously my fullbacks, some of them, don't have great vision on passing, and they're just putting balls to the feet of the advance forward who runs it down, and then he can pass it obviously to, to the winger attack or the wide midfielder who's got instructions to cut inside, um, goes that way. So there is a lot of goals on the counter, and I think that is a key component to it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, my last question would be: If um, if your four one four one was an animal, what animal would it be? <laughs> so, um, keeping with the theme, obviously from last week's pod or two weeks ago, whenever it was, um, I'd say a snake. Um, <laughs> just because it draws you in by being conservative, and and then bang, I'm I'm up in your face, um, scoring goals. Obviously, the wide the wide midfielder and obviously the winger attack they do get forward even though their starting positions are obviously ML and ML, MR slots um, that's kind of handy for the counter attack uh, in that position to, to advance so yeah a, a snake uh, <laughs> not, not like a cobra that one that's got visible it's kind of you know maybe a little grass snake I don't know <laughs> camouflaged so you, in <laughs> your um, tactic wouldn't be the snake of the community tactic then there's probably lot, there's lots of snake in the community tactics out there probably from the community um, <laughs> with every team instruction probably set so <laughs> um, no it's just it's a minor snake grass snake yeah that's good and I think that, um, <laughs> that comes across quite well when explaining it and I like the fact that you changed um, from a 4-4-2 to a 4-1-4-1 after you noticed that a 4-4-2 went working and um, you've obviously got an like, uh, idea behind it you know like the way that you want your team to play, and even though yeah. the four four two didn't work, you still kept that ethos when you changed the formation. You still wanted to play deep. You still wanted to play like direct in that. And you, even though you changed the uh, formation, you still kept the idea behind it. Just made it work. Yeah, we obviously. Um, I'm no means tactical god. I've seen you, you. You've heard about my panic four four two, and that does exist. Oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> um, when it isn't working, you know, 
a last resort. I don't ever go overload or change mentality really. I'm I'm still sticking to counter, but I I did a classic, you know, take off your defensive midfielder and just put um, someone target man that can up front. It's just another body, and you know that has saved me. But you know, people say to me that love the four for two at the moment. Why why don't you start the game with four for two? But um, I never seem to start well with four for two. It seems to be it has to be a reaction or where I see my four for one maybe struggling at the four for two. And actually, it's when I actually have to face a four for two I find four for two is the formation to go. Um, but anyway, death to four for two. We're talking about that too much. We should be uh-huh. focusing on on the lovely four one four one. So probably, it's, I guess it's time to um, flip the questions around now to you, Dan. Yeah. Um, so I'll just go back up to my notes. Um, so. What are your reasons for using the four one four one in FM eighteen? Well, you'd have to ask James FM Pressure, wouldn't you? Well, he uh, he just stole it. Whoa. <laughs> he, okay. Hello there. Hello. Sorry, <laughs> you caught me off guard. Where have you been? Well, what, have you appeared? I've just been hiding here, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> so, any listeners? So, this is FM James. F- FMJ FM <laughs> from pressure.com. <laughs> yeah, hi. So, um, James, what, what would, as um, some people know, that um, when I first started out on FM18, I wanted to play um, 4141, but my tactic creation was shit. <laughs> so, um, you offered me a lot of help and um, it's paid off. So, did, you, um, did you pay him? He's mentioned the word paid then, I just thought it might be coincidental. Well, it's paid, well, um, money went transferred, but certain gifts were. <laughs> bodily fluids. <laughs> excellent, excellent. <laughs> so, um, but James, you've been quite an advocate of um, 4141, so what's your reasons behind that? Uh, for me or for your tactic? So, so Dan, are you actually answering well, the questions anymore, is it now gone to James? Yeah, well, we asked James why he's here, he's um, joined the conversation, we're, I'll, I'll come back at the end. <laughs> Okay. All right. Have a have a good evening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, James. And so, what are your reasons for using four one four one? For my tactic or for Dan's tactic? From for me. Are they the same? Are they the same? Uh, well, First of all, no, they're probably different. Yeah. For, for, I'll, <laughs> okay. I'll answer from Dan. Dan's here, so he can ask, answer for himself. Um, if he needs help, he's got me to rely on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, I I just use the four one four one because I'm a creature of habit. I don't like change. I don't like change. Yeah, I, mean, I do agree with that actually sometimes you get settled on player roles or a certain style what, what you know if it's enjoyable keep doing it I guess yeah. I just I just haven't changed I think I've I, I've pretty much used the same setup on the last two FMs as well yeah so do you between editions do you actually do you ha- do you find you have to change it at all <clears throat> or do subtle tweaks uh, I think from 17 to 18 I no, I don't think I did. I, I I'd used a Mazala this year, but that was instead of a centre midfielder attack. But that was it. Okay. Used the same mentality, team shape, instructions. Just just worked. No point in changing it. So you just you you kind of just walk back into the dressing room, right? Right, lads. Another year. Yeah. Here we go. Have it out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So that is your reason. So, why do you like the four one four one? Probably for the reasons you mentioned earlier on. In your poem, actually, strong in defence. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Strong in defence. Two banks of four. Defensive midfield shield. And uh, the other thing I like about the four-one-four-one is you get a lot of runners from midfield. 
to yeah. that. I think people probably underestimate like when they play. Not that I have any criticisms of four-two-three-one, but people think four-two-three-one will just shove everyone up top, and there isn't really a lot of space. Although some people obviously argue that, but when you got people running into space, it's can be pretty scary for a defence to come up against. I think so. Yeah, I'd agree. That. I think sometimes there's a certain amount of fear of having your your wingers as traditional wingers and not any in the like attacking midfielder slots mm. nowadays. Yeah, I think it's become fashionable to. I don't know if it's the rise of other games like FIFA or or just generally football has changed. But yeah. the traditional winger seems to have kind of you know got a bad bad rep really for that. Yeah, I don't really understand why. I quite like them having them in the deeper position. It's just yeah, well, yeah, it's just much better for me. Okay. Um, so, can we tell us? Can you tell us about the key parts of your four and four one? Uh, yeah, the <clears throat> the I've got my midfield is like a winger attack on the left, a Mazala attack beside him, a centre midfielder support, and then a wide midfielder attack. Um, and the wide midfielder attack acts like a second striker. So usually okay. my like for example this season on this last season that I've just played I've got two two guys that I usually switch in at right midfield and one of them's got 24 goals and the other's got 16 goals and they've both got between them they've got nearly 30 assists it's just that I find that they are quite a goal threat So are you, are you using guys that perhaps have previously played as a striker and you're yeah. telling them to play midfield right? Well one of them the guy that's got 24 goals was actually an attacking midfielder like a central attacking midfielder and then I just searched for guys that filled the attributes that I really like to have in like uh, a wide midfielder attack who would operate as a, a second striker and this guy came up and fitted the bill and I was like you'll do uh, the other guy the other yeah. guy that I have was a striker and I, I'd i signed uh, Maxi Romero to play on the right before and he also did pretty good so it just depends what I can find. I usually train strikers to play on the right of midfield, but if I find, in, in the case of the attacking midfield guy, I just took him and slotted him on the right and trained him up, and he's been awesome. So yeah, I think that had the role really where you helped me um, earlier on in the mm. year, obviously to tweak my wide midfielder attack, obviously almost to make him more inverted, where he, he comes inside, cuts inside of the ball, yeah. um, and. I have seen the effects of that. Obviously, they get back, they get into the penalty area and can convert crosses that are made from the the actual winger in attack. Yeah, well, um, what I've found this year, I used to always, so if the guy was playing on the left, I would make sure he was right-footed so he would cut inside. But this year, I've got him playing on the, the right. That's the only thing I've switched from my tactic last year. And I'm using a right-footed player on the right-hand side and he still comes inside and scores goals and he creates a lot more now as well. So having the the strong foot on the side that he's playing is actually uh, adds an additional aspect to his game I think yeah okay one um, one thing I noticed James um, in your Slack channel yeah. which is one thing I agree with as well that you see a lot of people do him is on your tactic on the player role suitability you've hardly got any full green circles yeah. there seems to be a misconception within the FN community that they have to be full green circles to play that role yeah. Whereas um, on my tactic as well, I think I've only got one, which is a um, striker, which is actually a full green circle. Yeah. So um, can you explain your like views behind that, why you don't need a full green circle? I just, I just don't think it's that important. Um, I, th- I think 
people get too hung up on little parts of FM. It's kind of like if you think about real life, um, take, I don't know, Fabian Delph, for example, who plays for Man City. He's not, he's not yeah. a left back, but he's been playing the role pretty much all season and he's done all right. Uh, yeah. uh, Valencia at Man United wasn't a right back. Um, now he plays right back all the time. Ashley Young, yeah. they've got the, the attributes to play the role. Um, they can play them. The only thing in FM is that until they get a bit more familiar with the role, it can affect their decision making. But yeah, I, I was actually going to say that. Obviously, that's why I'm reluctant to take that approach to the defence mm. because obviously if they're not familiar in the role. You do kind of see sometimes they make strange decisions where they'll pass it back or yeah, yeah, you know they boot out for a corner and it's just really frustrating. He's, but I suppose you've got to, you've got to run through it to get there and then get yeah. them actually familiar. Yeah, definitely. You see that where players are actually defenders in FM though, so eh, swings and rounds. True, they yeah. are pretty stupid in Argentina, especially. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't okay. see it as uh, as a big deal. I think on the tactics screen, I actually had a look at this before um, I butted in, um, and uh, <laughs> on my ta- on the tactics creator screen that down the bottom right hand side, it said average starting eleven, average role suitability, and mine is only at like fifty percent. So, yeah. like across my whole team, I think on my entire tactic, I've got two players. One being a goalkeeper and one being a centre back that are fully suitable for the role. Everyone else is pretty low. And yeah. Okay, I'm just busily trying to do that to mine and just see what mine comes out at. Um, <laughs> give me, give me two secs because uh, yeah. it's one of those things you you look at the start of the game and then you don't look at it very often. Yeah. Um. Well, um, where do you think your four-one-four-one could be improved, James? Um, <clears throat> I'm actually. Uh, now I'm pretty happy with it overall. Like I, I changed a couple of things a couple of seasons back, just out of boredom, and made it way more uh, counter pressy, I guess, and hipster like. But uh-huh. uh, overall, I think the only thing that could make it more interesting now would be different players. So yeah. having someone uh, with maybe a different skill set as a Mazala or uh, again, someone different in wide midfielder role. Um, I have been playing about with a different striker role as well. I think I always yeah. use a centre forward and support. But um, this afternoon on my Slack channel, I was posting pictures, uh, screenshots from a game I was playing, and I was using a trick artista up top. And um, <clears throat> a lot of people think that it's a lazy role and they don't close down and they don't drop that deep, etc. But my guy was like as almost as deep as my attacking fullback at one point and like there were three <laughs> players ahead of him and he was just pinging balls about it was uh, pretty awesome so I quite like that so I'm probably going to try that out over the next couple of seasons um, assuming I stick with this save but no I'm quite, well, quite inter- happy with it well, it's interesting to show that you can um, you can still keep the same formation yeah. but changing just the roles can make such a difference yeah. I mean I look at all three of our tactics and we're all using four one four one. But we're all using different roles, so all three to play differently. Yeah. Oh, yeah, completely different. So, I think that's what another thing that people get confused with. So, like, whereas Tony's four four two wasn't working, you see people who get that don't work, and they just change it totally to three five two, rather than actually just changing the roles yeah. and just seeing if a few tweaks of roles would make a difference in actually watching the game. Because what I found was um as my team got better and the rep got better 
the full-backs weren't influencing the game as much, so I've had to change mine to wing-backs to get them further out of the pitch because teams were sitting deeper against me. Yeah, yeah. So mm. by doing that, that got them further up and sort of almost overloaded their defence with more players. Yeah, yeah once... The, so, I mean, it's, once your t- it was just one tweak. Once your team gets better, I, I think you're right in doing that because teams will start to set in a little bit more, so you need... You can... It, it's sort of being a bit risky because you've got to try and get players up the pitch to influence the game yeah. and some people just say oh my tactic's been found out or it's broken which I just think yeah. is rubbish as well yeah well, I, I, think, like, I think as, as well I was going to just say that the 4-1-4-1 one, one, obviously that's the starting position of, of the team mm. but yeah. if you if you if you pause the game perhaps in one of James's attacks or your attacks Dan it wouldn't look like a 4-1-4-1 four, one, four, one. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing the wingers yeah it, yeah it does and you do see that in real life. Obviously, when Spain won the Euro 2008, they played in the final of four and four one because yeah. of David Villa's injury. And um, yeah, at times it's not a four and four one at all. You've probably got the wingers more advanced than the actual striker. Probably. Well, that's it. You look. When I paused mine the other day, and my formation when we were on the attack was almost two four four. Yeah. The wing, the the wingers are. I'm sorry, the wing backs have got up to like almost the wide wing positions. The defensive midfielders got up with one of the midfielders, and then the wingers have got up front with one of the, the my centre midfielders. It was almost two four four. It almost looks like you've got more players than you should have. It's like, oh shit! I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm chucking it all in their box. <laughs> but then I hadn't changed the mentality or anything. It was just a tweak of the roles, and it made such a difference. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So James, final question for you. If you're four one four one with an animal, what would it be? Uh yeah, Tony asked me this the other day and um I had a, a good think about it and I think um it would be a honey badger. Because I think I still don't know what it is. Do you not know what a honey badger is? That? Fuck me. They Is it does it collect honey? No, they are badass. Like <laughs> look up a honey badger. Go onto YouTube afterwards and watch anything where David Attenborough's talking over honey badgers. It's honest to God amazing. Uh, I, th- I think that should be the homework for all listeners e- everywhere, right now. Is yeah. that y- like, uh, pause the pod and Google honey badger I, 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 and be horrified. <laughs> I, s- I saw them getting attacked by lions and they were just like, get the fuck off. <laughs> uh, so, so, sorry, why, why is it honey um, badger then? Why is because they have few few natural predators and they're feroci- uh, they've got ferocious defensive abilities. <laughs> <laughs> You've done your homework. Oh, yeah. well, well, well thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, uh, Dan. Do we, do we want to do the same for you then, or yeah. have we covered it? Well, um, I'll, I'll start in Dan. So, why use it? Why are you using four and four one in FM eighteen? Other than well, asking um, James what I, was going on. Apart from asking James, I'd already decided to use that because when I took over um, the team, it, I looked at him on um, FM seventeen with a updated database, and the players seemed to suit four one four one. So I thought. Because I was, I didn't plan to buy too many players too soon. It would be good to use that as a starting point. And then I posted um, my idea to James, and he um, shredded it to bits. <laughs> to be fair, um, Cleon did as well, and a few others. <laughs> so, uh, so but then obviously that's a good thing about the community. Like you can post something out there, and people will give you their honest opinions. And to be fair, it's yeah, worked. I, I mean, I think depending on who you ask, you get an honest opinion. Yeah, on yeah I mean, people. you know, you know, if you go to probably Cleon or um, James, you're, you're gonna get a true an opinion. honest answer. Yeah, yeah, an honest answer. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I do yeah. agree. Actually, shaping your tactic based on the starting squad—that's always what I do. I know some people try to think, okay, I, 
I'm going to pick this team and I'm going to do something amazing with double halfbacks and inverted wingbacks. And yeah. if you haven't got the squad to start with, it's very hard to go and do that. So, yeah, I'm like you. I kind of I, I kind of thought four four two for my side of Estudiantes, but it kind of four one four one could work as well. So, yeah, excellent. Sorry, I interrupted you there. Would you say anything else about why you chose? Well, no, I mean, that was it. I mean, my squad had a lot of loan players in it originally at the start, and they they all seemed to suit. I have I have wingers that could um, cut inside on one side. I had um, good full-backs. I had a defensive midfielder. And I only have one striker, and he could play in, um, as a lone striker. So that... And that, that, that sort of started the basis, and obviously with people's help, that's that became the reason why I used it and I've actually really enjoyed using it and it, over the seasons I've had to adapt it and I'm like without James's help I managed to uh, I'm changing myself yeah unreal excellent yeah that is, I'm glad I was sitting down when you said that <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so what do you like about the 4141 because um, even though it it is quite a defensive tactic you know you um and you, you can't be quite attacking with it, which is the main thing I learned off James and um, Cleon at the start, because um, originally I was looking at defensive full-backs. Well, when I actually tried defensive full-backs, he was I remember so that. I, re- I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, now, I, like I said a minute ago, I can adapt a 4-1-4-1 four, four, uh, four, one, four, one formation into almost a 2-4-4, because four, four. now I, I've won the title three se- um, last two seasons, four out of five, teams are sitting deep against me so it's a very adaptable tactic right, it's a shit league anyway but yeah okay yeah well, done. <laughs> well thank you but yeah you um you can adapt it just by change it's, it seems like a very adaptable tactic by changing things changing roles mentality shape you can change quite a lot with it yeah definitely um i think that that just testament to the fact that all our four and four ones are different because the mentality and shape is so different between the three yeah. um so what was the key part of your four one four one? If you look now, the crux is almost um, the overloadness of it because um, how deep teams are sitting against me. The fact that when we do break with the ball, we've got eight, eight players outside their box. We we've got so many options, and is it um, against uh, um, lower teams in the league when they do sit deep? We've just got the options there. Whereas we played against bigger teams, I can change my roles and I, I can pull them back just by switching the wing backs to the full backs, dropping the defensive mid- um, midfielder back from support to defend. It just changes that much. And the key part in it is the flexibility of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, where do you think you could be improved in going forward in, in Turkey? Um, Probably um, in the middle of the park, I've got um, a box-to-box midfielder, which is really good. I mean, my best player so far has been Menza. He was brilliant in that role. But alongside of him, I had a um, central midfielder on attack. Now I've gone for Mazala. I almost feel like that one role there could be improved. I I need to get that player involved in the game more because he should almost be acting as a second striker. For me, is the way I look into it. And... He's not scoring enough for me, you know. He's um, so I need to try and tweak that. Maybe change the player instructions and try and tweak it so get get him forward a bit more. Maybe get him in around the box a bit more. So I mean, yeah. that's what I'm going to do this pre-season now. Is just watch it a bit more, see what he's doing personally, because the rest of the team seems to be working well. But that one, I think, just needs to tweak. I suppose you could also look at it. Could actually just be the player that is 
Yeah, maybe not suited to the role. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I mean, um, I've I believe in my scouting team that they found the right player for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. So the million dollar question that we're all waiting for is. Um, if your four one four one was an animal, what would it be? And you can't go for snake or honey badger. <laughs> Damn, I didn't even know what honey badger was. To be fair, no, nobody does. So, Only north, no, no. north of uh, wherever thing. James is. <laughs> no, um, I, I thought about this. I thought mine would be a panther. Okay. Because a sex panther or just a normal panther? Would it be a panther? It's, um, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, they're, they're very quick, and they're. Um, they they can be some, almost sort of camo- camouflaged a bit in the, for the prey. Oh, you can't use so, camouflage. I already used camouflage earlier. Yeah, but they're ready to strike and on the pace as well. It's not like you're a snow grass snake. It's fast. <laughs> it's furious. It goes straight at them and it goes in for the kill. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I think it's been a really great discussion on the 411. A little bit different, you know. Um, and obviously we had the, the amazing appearance of James that just appeared um, I'm half expecting him to look outside my window now and him to be in my front garden which is <laughs> creepy <laughs> um, so do you want to just wrap up the pod now and say where yeah, can we yeah. find everyone so um, obviously me myself fmgrasshopper.com or on Twitter you'll, you'll be able to find me um, the pod itself is obviously grass N gear um, we are on SoundCloud and iTunes um, I don't think we're on anything else, are we? I don't think. I don't think so. I think they can find us if it's got a RSS feed or something. Yeah. Um, we're breaking all kinds of records on SoundCloud, so do check us out. Well, you don't need to check us out, because if you're listening, you are listening. But Okay, I think I fucked that up completely. But Dan, <laughs> over to you then. So who are you? Where can we find you? I'm at DGear86 on Twitter and um, on on Slack as well. I don't. I do have a blog, but I, don't, I haven't posted on there for ages. <laughs> and James Hi I'm uh, FM Presser on Twitter <laughs> and uh, fmpresser.com for my website but I haven't posted anything there in ages <laughs> <laughs> and even if we were going to post it would all be about the 414 anyway probably so yeah I, I, we would just refer people to the pod yeah the, the, just on my Slack channel I post a, uh, sporadically about 4141 because that's just so hard for it. <laughs> Yeah, same. I think we all are. I think, and hopefully, some people can try out four one four one if they haven't done, yeah. and can let us know how they're getting on with it. And all and tactical, then, all tactical advice goes to Dan. Yeah, on a postcard, oh, yeah. stamped, addressed, envelope, <laughs> enclosed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then, guys. Well, thank you for the pod. And um, thank you, James, for coming Thanks on. Thanks very much. Yeah. Okay. Cheers, guys. Bye. Cheers.